0: Welcome to the Weights and Measures podcast. Those of you who are curious what the use cases of Bitcoin are, this episode's for you. The use cases of Bitcoin are too numerous to list here today, but I'll do my best to mention some of the most important ones. The first thing to realize is that Bitcoin and what it's used for changes with each individual's perspective. So someone in the United States likely views Bitcoin much differently than someone in El Salvador. So keep that in mind as I attempt to answer. These are directionally accurate generalizations of what the Bitcoin ecosystem has seen developed thus far. The first use case of Bitcoin that comes to mind is the 1.4 billion people who don't have banking access now suddenly having access to the global economy by using Bitcoin online. According to Pew Research, roughly 85% of the world has a smartphone in 2023. And now the billions of people who are usually doomed to perpetual double-digit inflation and currency crises can now save in something that exists outside of their local monetary system. And it cannot be debased or censored. For privileged Americans, Bitcoin is largely seen as a speculative gamble. But for billions of people in developing countries, Bitcoin is seen as a life raft. Americans often fail to recognize this key point that there are billions of people who live under horribly mismanaged national currencies that are keeping them impoverished, and where Bitcoin is already starting to be seen as a way to protect their purchasing power from relentless currency devaluation, which is something that all of humanity has struggled against for centuries, and people are now equipped with a new powerful tool. This leads nicely to the next use case that Bitcoin allows, remittances, which is the enormous amount of money sent home from migrants to their friends and family to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars each year. Until Bitcoin, the main method for getting money back home was through companies like Western Union and MoneyGram, who take hefty fees from people that could really use the money. Someone receiving money from overseas would likely only get about $80 out of $100 after fees, and often requires standing in line for hours and traveling across town to get cash, where there are additional fees at the ATM. With Bitcoin, remittances can now go directly to the person overseas, completely skipping Western Union and MoneyGram, and instead of receiving just $80 out of the $100, they'd receive about $99. These are not hypotheticals. This is happening all across the planet and is growing like wildfire. It doesn't take much effort to realize how much of an improvement this is for billions of people. Bitcoin is a tool of empowerment to them, a tool that can't censor or close their account, and is free and open for anyone to use. The next use case is so profound that you might have to chew on it for a few days or weeks to fully process it. People tend to be quick to arrive at incomplete conclusions with this specific part of Bitcoin, which is a shame because it's one of the most important aspects to Bitcoin's continued adoption and ultimate success. It's often cited that the world produces twice as much energy as we consume each year, meaning half of what we produce is wasted each year, as in not used, and thus curtailed. Curtailment is the deliberate reduction in power generation due to energy grids being at max capacity, so the excess is curtailed, or wasted. Bitcoin mining is proving, despite enormous pushback from critics who have incomplete understandings of electrical grid management, and is demonstrating with consistent overwhelming evidence that it's strengthening the grid. Bitcoin miners in China, Texas, Kazakhstan, Washington State, Georgia, Kentucky, New York, Iceland, Nigeria, the Congo, El Salvador, Costa Rica, and Oman, to name just a few, are proving these claims to be undeniable. When you compare the energy makeup of Bitcoin compared to the traditional banking system, you will realize that Bitcoin is vastly greener and more energy efficient. According to Cambridge, over half of Bitcoin's energy source comes from renewables, mainly hydro and solar. One more important use case that Bitcoin offers is censorship resistance. This use case varies in importance by country, but with events like the Trucker's Convoy in Canada in 2022 and Operation Chokepoint in the USA, This use case is clearly valuable in every corner of the globe. Letting the financial systems become both weaponized and politicized comes with predictable consequences. Cutting off banking access or freezing one's account may seem like a decent idea initially, until you realize that leaving the decisions up to any individuals is far from desirable and lends itself to becoming increasingly dangerous down the line. What's deemed, quote, acceptable is a constantly changing goalpost, Having a neutral money that cannot be censored or frozen going forward doesn't need much advertising. It's important to understand that there are natural, unintended consequences to a money becoming politicized and devalued. Bitcoin is that consequence, and it's arrived just in time, and it can be used across the entire internet, thus the entire globe, without asking for permission, peer to peer.